black child. It's so good to know you're here. Do you know how much you mean to us? You are our everything. You are the best parts of us. You are absolute joy. You are absolute love. You are safe. You mean so much to the world. As we honor you, our future, we celebrate those who came before us and promise to continue honoring them and loving each other. Most importantly, loving you, Black Child. This month, we celebrate Black History Month here in the United States of America. That means we're celebrating not only the history, but the gifts, work, and joy of Black people here in America. Today, we have an African-American proverb. It says, don't hollow out fried fish until you catch them. What does this mean? It means don't depend on something unless you have proof that it's going to happen. It's okay to wish, dream, or hope for something. Still, things change, and that's okay. You will receive something better, even if you don't know it at the time. So be patient in waiting for a result, and open to all the ways it may turn out. Repeat after me. I am loved. I am cherished. I am open and patient. Lie down and close your eyes. Are you there? Great job. Take in a deep breath, filling your belly with as much air as possible. Now, slowly breathe out. Try it again. In. Filling your tummy up like a giant balloon. And slowly exhale out. Well done. Do this one more time. Imagine that the balloon is in your back and your tummy. and let your body relax completely. Wiggle your toes for one, two, three, four. Good job. This time, squeeze your feet as much as you can for four. One, two, three, four, and relax. 
try to squeeze your legs. Squeeze your legs and tighten all of your muscles. Squeeze them for four. One, two, three, four. Let go. Well done. Wiggle your fingers. Now make a fist and hold it for one, two, three, four. Let go. Again, wiggle your fingers. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Squeeze them and hold a fist. One, two, three, four. Let it go. You let go of both your arms and your legs. They feel completely relaxed. Your tummy and back are sinking, sinking, sinking into the bed. Don't push yourself, just let them slowly ease into place. Go ahead and make a silly face. Are you there? Good. Hold it, that silly face, and let it go. (laughs) You're so good at this. Make a different silly face. Hold it. Hold it. (laughs) Now, let it go. Smile really, really wide, as wide as you can. Now frown as much as you can. Smile, and again, frown as much as you can. Let it go. (laughs) I love doing this with you. Breathe in, and breathe out. sink into the pillow or your bed wherever you're laying down again breathe in and out breathe in is that a pine tree you smell and breathe out smell that reminds you of the winter holidays. I think that is a pine tree. Let's try it again. Breathe in. And out. Breathe in. Yes, that's definitely a pine tree. And breathe out. You breathe out and you see your breath in front of you. Keep breathing. It seems this is a cold place. You see snow on the ground and you look up ahead of you to see a steep hill. You look and the hill goes up, up, 
up, up. It's not a hill. It's a mountain. There's a trail of powdery footprints in the snow. You decide to follow the footprints. One foot after the other. As you walk, you're getting higher. You see a forest of evergreen trees and pine trees. This must be what you were smelling. They are moving slightly when the wind brushes past them. The smell fills your nose again. You hear the wind moving, clouds in and out of sight. As you continue to walk, you ascend higher, following the footprints into a cloud. Feet planted firmly on the ground, you feel the mist of a cloud moving around the mountain. Now you are at the top, the summit of this mountain. Looking out at the valley ahead, you see a crystal blue lake and a giant shimmering glacier. The sun's light bounces off the top of this glacier. The cool air on your skin, the scent of evergreen and pine around you, the sound of wind and branches, the taste of the mist, and the beauty of the lake, the glacier, and the valley ahead. This feels like the best place to rest. So let's rest here a while. You don't have to do anything. Just breathe in and out. That's it. Rest. This was the most wonderful hike, right? It was a great place to relax and look at the beauty of the earth. Take one more look. And let's start walking back down. As you walk to the bottom, you remember how relaxed you felt in your bed. How your legs and tummy and back and head were all sinking into that bed. You realize you are in your bed or wherever you like to sleep. What an awesome place to rest this place is. The mountain will always be there when you need it. And so will this place. They are both so special. It is your place. A place where you are safe. Remember that. And relax. We have two stories for you tonight. They're both about being open and patient. 
So, if you're ready, let's begin. Tomorrow's the day. Carter laid her clothes out on the bed. Her favorite jeans with the sweater her dad got her last birthday. The sweater had green and black writing that said Clovers, the name of their favorite baseball team. Carter thought about her granddad, who was a shortstop for the Clovers. He and her dad watched every game together after he retired. That's why she had this sweater laid out. Tomorrow would finally be the day. Her dad was coming home after a year away in the Navy. She was ready to see him, and even better, she was taking him to a Clover's game, the first one of the season. Carter spent all year saving her money. She mowed lawns, helped everyone wash their cars, and even went with her mom to the office, where she brought paper up from the mailroom for a few dollars each week. When she finally had enough, her mom took her to the stadium and they purchased two tickets. She was so ready. Tomorrow would be the best day ever. Carter woke up to someone tickling her feet. She rubbed her eyes slowly, opening her lids, and then felt her heart leap out of her chest. Dad, she yelped. Her dad picked her up and spun her around, squeezing her tighter than her little brother did with his teddy bear. She squealed, Oh, Dad, I have a whole plan for us today. It's going to be so great. We're going to go to the ice cream shop. Then I got a new bike, and I learned how to do wheelies on it. No training wheels. Then I have to... Her dad stopped her. Oh, man, princess. I promised your grandma I would help her out today. She has a few things that she needs some assistance with. You want to come along? Carter felt disappointed, but Grandma Maureen was one of her favorite people. She always had sugar cookies and pie. And she could still take her dad to do all of that fun stuff when they were done helping. When they arrived at Grandma Maureen's, there were more than a few things to work on. First, She needed her gutters cleaned, then her oil changed, and her dog needed to be bathed. It felt like she was waiting on her dad all day. Carter saw the long hand on the clock go around and around. It was getting dark by the time they were done, and no amount of cookies could make this better. As her dad began to load the car, he noticed she looked sort of sad. Hey, princess, I know you had some plans for us, but we can get ice cream tomorrow, okay? Carter had tears in her eyes. Yeah, but now we can't go to the game like you did with Grandpa Barry. Her dad looked confused. I worked all year while you were gone. I got us tickets to see the game. It's the first one of the season. Her dad looked like a wilted sunflower. Why didn't you tell me? He said. I wanted to surprise you, she replied. Well, I think I can make it a little better, he smiled. At that moment, her dad pulled out tickets for the final game of the season. 
Carter was confused. But you won't be here for that game. You'll be back on the ship. No, I won't. Guess who's getting stationed right here, he replied. Carter froze, and now she was really crying. You? That's right, me. So we'll be at a couple of games this season, just like me and Grandpa Barry. And don't you worry, I'll pay you every cent for your tickets. Carter laughed. Good, because I worked really hard for those. Her dad chuckled. I'm sure you did. What a touching story. Carter had so many plans for her dad's visit. So, when her plans were changed because of a trip to her grandma's house, she was disappointed. Things didn't go as planned. But... After talking with her dad, she realized they were even better than she could have imagined. Our next story is an African-American folktale from Georgia. It is about a group of neighbors who learn an important lesson about being open, patient, and waiting for proof. Br'er Rabbit and the Pea Patch One fine morning, Br'er Fox decided to plant him a patch of goober peas. It wasn't long before vines grew tall and long, and the peas were ready to pick. On his daily walk, Br'er Rabbit stumbled upon Br'er Fox tending his peas. He went home, telling his family there was a tasty patch where they could find many, many goober peas. So the little rabbit scurried to the patch the next day to pull all of the goober peas by the handful. When Br'er Fox returned, he was so upset to find his patch was picked bare. He thought Br'er Rabbit had done it, but he had no proof. So he found a hole where the tiny rabbit could fit and set a trap. The next morning, Br'er Rabbit slid through the hole, looking for more yummy peas to eat. Snap! Caught in the trap. Br'er Rabbit knew it wouldn't be long before Br'er Fox found him. But it was just then he heard a deep growling coming down the road. Next, uh-huh. It was Br'er Bear looking for a tree to get some Scrumptious honey. As soon as Br'er Rabbit heard Br'er Bear, he came up with a plan to get himself free. Oh, Br'er Bear, how you doing this fine morning, he smiled. Br'er Bear gasped when he saw his neighbor, Br'er Rabbit, stuck in that trap. Morning, Br'er Rabbit, he rumbled. How are you? Well, actually, I can see you ain't too good. Rabbit replied, Actually, I'm fine, fine. Br'er Fox paying me a dollar a minute to scare crows from his patch. See, they ate it all up and he planted just some new seeds this morning. I just stayed put and I don't even think about coming over here. A dollar a minute, Br'er Bear said. I could do that. Well, I was about to take lunch. You know, you could take over if you want. I give you some of the profits. 
Br'er Rabbit told him how to open the trap. And when Br'er Rabbit was free, Br'er Bear climbed in and snap! Br'er Rabbit laughed and laughed at the sight of Br'er Bear stuck in the trap. He ran down the road to Br'er Fox and told him that it looked like someone was stuck in a trap by his goober patch. When Br'er Fox saw Br'er Bear stuck in the trap, he declared that Br'er Bear was the goober thief and apologized to Br'er Rabbit. You know, I thought it was you this whole time, Rabbit, but I was wrong. Knowing Br'er Bear would make him into rabbit stew once he found out, Br'er Rabbit ran down the road and hid in mud beside the pond. Underneath all that mud, his eyeballs stuck out like a big old bullfrog. Soon after, Br'er Bear came down the road and walked right up to Br'er Rabbit in the pond. Uh, afternoon, Br'er Bullfrog. You've seen Br'er Rabbit. He just went down yonder. <laughs> when Br'er Bear was gone, Br'er Rabbit jumped out of the mud, cleaned up, and skipped down the road thinking of ways to get more of Br'er Fox's peas. That story is pretty crazy. <laughs> there were so many examples of why it's important to be open, patient, and wait for proof. Br'er Bear immediately believed Br'er Rabbit when he said he was being paid a dollar a minute. If he would have been patient and talked with Br'er Fox, he could have avoided getting trapped. And while Br'er Fox did find a version of of someone in the trap, he never actually saw them get captured. If he would have been open to hearing Br'er Bear's side of the story, he would have learned that Br'er Rabbit was the true pea thief. Because one of them was being impatient and the other wasn't open to listening, Br'er Rabbit got away scotch-free. Well, better luck next time. As we end our time together, don't worry, we'll be back to help you rest. Remember that things may turn out in a different way than you thought, like for Carter, but that change could be magnificent. Learning from Br'er Fox, Br'er Bear, and Br'er Rabbit, think about the person asking you to do something and figure out whether you trust them or not. Be patient and wait for proof. We are so lucky to come from people who passed this wisdom down and practiced it too. They were open and patient, yet fierce and sharp. That is how we got to where we are today. We know you are just the same as they were. Wise, open, patient, fierce, and sharp. As always, it was fun spending time with you. Whatever you do, don't forget. We love you. Good night, Black Child.